the hen should be wearing a banana patterned tie. I think we can work on this. There, there's something there. Not even there. a pattern wearing banana. <laughs> wearing banana. Mm. These are getting really complicated t-shirts we're getting into now. Geeks! Geeks! Hello. Have you become Justin? <laughs> Is that what's happened? Is that what Justin does? He goes on, he just does it like, ee, particularly at the end of a podcast, he'll just go oh, on no, and on and on. No, on. no, no that was not my intention. Well, that's who you are now. Brethren. Geeks. Hello and welcome back to Geeks. <laughs> Episode 86, the world's number one entertainment podcast recorded in this room. I'm your host, Al White, and joining me for this episode in London, rainy old London, is Tam Roshida. Hey. And Harukabe. Hi, how you doing? Uh, last week we were in Zurich. Hmm? Zurich. That's where we recorded the last podcast from. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> you were there. It was about four <laughs> days ago. You mean Zurich? Turiki. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, that well-known Swiss <laughs> city, Turiki. Uh, yeah, so we're doing two podcasts pretty much back-to-back. We, we got through a lot of stuff on the last last podcast, on mm-hmm. episode 85, because we mm-hmm. were a bit late with that one. Um, but we did promise we would be back on schedule for this week, and we are mostly because we want to talk about Justice League, because mm-hmm. uh, we've all seen it now. Yeah. Uh, but we'll get into that, I think, at the end of the podcast, Okay. Um, because there's not much else to talk about. Yeah. So we'll just breeze through the other things. Sounds good. Cool. Um, but, hey guys, how you doing? Hey. What have you been up to? Have you been uh, watching stuff, eating stuff? Uh, oh, today I watched the first two episode of The Sinner. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, I think I'm liking it a lot more than, um, what's the other one? that? Mindhunter. We'd... Yeah, Mindhunter. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tougher. Yeah. Like, it's more of like a real, like, I think Mindhunter walks the balance of being not fluff, but like it's easy to watch. Yeah. While dealing with heavy things, whereas the sin is just pretty heavy. Yeah, yeah, it's good. She's really Jessica feels really good. Oh yeah, yeah, she's so good. Really surprised me. And I really like the the detective guy as well. Yeah, um, the president from Independence yeah. Day, Bill Paxton. Is that Possibly. His name? Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. I yeah. Because the other one, one's from Twister, and the other's from Independence <laughs> Day. Remember Twister with the cow? I do remember. Yeah. Good times. Um, Tamara, you been watching anything? Uh, I tried watching The Sinner. Yep. No, not The Sinner, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Why would you think that? The Punisher. Oh, oh the Punisher. Similar title. Did not go well? The Sin and The Punisher. Yeah. Um, it was very late at night and I kind of fell asleep halfway through. Not because it was boring, because it was uh, I was too tired. Because you're boring. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, the first 20, 30 minutes of it, I enjoyed it i guess okay. it was definitely it looked much better than any other marvel netflix productions other than jessica jones maybe but you're not a fan of daredevil daredevil is good but i have a problem with the look of it okay the mm. cinematography of it yeah whereas i quite like the look of punisher. the punisher oh interesting mm. yeah yeah then cinematography has always been a bit haphazard mm. with those shows I think Daredevil two looks a lot better than, oh, yeah, than yeah, number does. one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't look like New York to me for some reason. No, well, mm, it yeah. is a problem that they're set in Hell's <laughs> Kitchen, and Hell's Kitchen now is quite a up and coming area. <laughs> yeah, New York exactly. is not Hell's yeah, Kitchen yeah. like it was in the eighties yeah, when Daredevil right. yeah. was first doing stuff. Um, yeah, I haven't seen those. Well, no, I've seen Sinner. I haven't seen uh, any Punisher yet, but I'm looking forward to getting into it. Um, I've actually been. For some weird reason, watching Hellraiser movies in any of my free time. 
um, mm, which hasn't okay. been much. So it tends to get to about midnight, and I start watching the <laughs> films. Um, because yeah, so we do a horror channel every single Friday where we watch a horror franchise, and right now we are in the middle of Child's Play with Alexander Chard and Alison Holland. Um, but yeah, spoilers for next year. We're definitely going to be covering all of Halloween in the lead up to the new Halloween film, and we're going to be doing Hellraiser. There is a new Hellraiser film coming, which will be the tenth Hellraiser film. Ooh, there's a new one coming. Yeah. Cool. Yes. So it's actually going to be the third actor to play Pinhead now because they replaced Doug Bradley number nine, which upset people. And now they got another person, and they keep. It's not the big reboot. They keep promising they're going to do. It's another kind of. We need to keep these option rights, <laughs> so let's put out <laughs> shitty looking films. Right. Um. Yeah, I have a weird history with Hellraiser though. I like. Have you Have you seen any Hellraiser? I've seen the first two or three. Okay, so second one's like the labyrinth one in hell, yeah, and then the third one's hell on earth, where there's like throwing CDs at people's faces <laughs> and stuff in a disco club. Okay, I he's don't like, have any recollection of that, so maybe I haven't seen it. He's in like that a big pillar. Fun. There's like a big pillar that he's in, uh-huh. and he's talking to people from this pillar. Oh, that sounds fun. It is kind of fun. He's like contained in an art <laughs> decoration. Um, did you like him at all? Uh, yeah, I think I watched it because. I like one of my friend knew someone from it and it was all like you know that kind of context right. so it was uh, yeah it was, it's fun it's not my favorite kind of yeah they're film. really weird <laughs> I remember them being so I, I like I've always loved Pinhead mm-hmm. um, and I think Doug Bradley's great um, and I like the idea of them but they're clearly like it's like they're these heavy metal S&M mm-hmm. like horror films <laughs> but there's this really interesting sort of cult I don't know. There's something about them that I still think they could be really great. Yeah. And I don't know if any of them are really great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll get into it when we cover it properly. But I'm, I'm on number... I've watched the first four. And it's weird because it's like... I, I forgot how much I must have watched number three and four uh-huh. because I remembered every second of both of them. Uh-huh. As, as it happened, you know, when you're like, oh God, I know all these little moments uh-huh. so well. Um, and the fourth one, of course, takes place in space because they'd already run out of ideas by that point. <laughs> Um, but having just recently watched The Leprechaun in Space and Jason wow. in Space. Wow. I always thought this was the worst one in space. It's definitely not. Leprechaun in Space is much worse. <laughs> Leprechaun in Space is catastrophically bad. Well, um, I guess space is the place to be for yeah. all the horror characters. Yeah. I think I told you about this um, bus stop in London where there's, um, there's always a DVD of Hellraiser on top of the bus stop. Yeah. And it ne- it keeps disappearing, but someone keeps like replacing it with a new one. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Google it. What the it. fuck is that about? I don't know. It's like a. And it just become a thing, thing now. Or I think, think so. Do you reckon if it, do you reckon it's different people replacing it? Probably. I think it's become kind of an urban, you know. <laughs> That's pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> Where is this bus stop? I think it's in South London, like somewhere near Elephant and Castle or something. If someone takes it, can I replace it with a Blu-ray? Maybe. <laughs> or upgrade Maybe. it gradually. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I've always wanted one of the Lament uh, configuration boxes, but like a really, really fucking good one, you know, made out of mahogany with real metal parts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because you can't get any that actually do what it does in the film because they have to have different ones to do each motion because no box can do the motions that it does at once, if you know what I mean. Right. Like It's like you can't do that motion and do this other motion because the, the mechanism inside would counteract each other mm-hmm. um so unfortunately you can't get one that really moves but yeah i've just found these ones on ebay by someone who makes them who bases them on the exact blueprints from the first two films oh, no. and it costs like i don't know, like 600 quid or something <sighs> but they're made from mahogany and like 
little metal decorations wow. and stuff and they look really beautiful <laughs> and they come in this glass dome that you keep it in oh wow I'm kind of tempted to get one of those <laughs> um, it's my new thing i'm thinking is i need like either a statue or a uh like some paraphernalia for each horror retrospective podcast we do mm-hmm. need like something that's a token nod to have in the office for we've covered that podcast mm-hmm. and then you put a little Aww. object there and that podcast you put a little object there like you're that's, collecting a, them. that's a great idea um so i think this will be my hell race one when we do it will be the configuration um but, 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 but i haven't really played much games because i just haven't had time and we've only been we were traveling and then we just yeah. got back to london and we've been meetings and um i've yeah, actually just consoles yeah it's there it's plugged there. in it's the first thing i do when i get to a new place i plug in my xbox one x uh make sure everything's downloaded and updated or the internet has been in trouble um i just yeah i actually just went out today and i bought a bunch of new games so i'm pre i've just loaded in what's la noir um the outcast um yeah sort of remake sequel thing and need for speed payback i haven't hmm. tried that yet so yeah try them at some point so i'll probably talk about them next week how are you doing with the, those uh, dragons with the dragons mm-hmm. oh with the fucking dragon you're talking about cuphead <laughs> yeah and i haven't been back to cuphead because i did it that one time i think when we were in switzerland didn't i like once yes I one you did. yeah um i haven't done it since then. okay are you giving up no it is i'll be honest it is frustratingly hard <laughs> i don't know why i'm struggling <laughs> so hard with that boss because every other boss i could get through it just about but that one really is fucking me up and i can't i need to get to that third world and i really want to mm. and i just haven't had the time because i need to sit and put a good few hours into that and mm. we're a bit busy this week sadly so yeah true next week yeah i think i'll get back to cuphead uh, but i'm definitely not done with it and i'm definitely not done with super mario but i'm not as excited with it as i was i feel mm-hmm. now i've seen most of that there is to see and just kind of mining the moons now is less exciting to me i want to get to 500 i'm not quite there i'm nearly there because mm-hmm. i know something else happens mm-hmm. at that point um but yeah okay you do um only a tiny bit of news this week that i'm just going to highlight because there's not really not much has happened the last few days um i guess one of the more interesting things i found is chris miller and phil lord came out um at this film festival i think in la um to finally talk about what really happened with their hand solar film and when they got taken off it uh after they're done preliminary shooting and then ron howard has stepped in to do reshoots and finish off basically the solo movie and they didn't get to say why before um so they have come out now to talk a little bit about it and they were saying they had a great experience with the shoot and they worked with great team and great crew and cast and collaborators and things and they've been really respectful with it um but then at the end they said this and this is quote Our approach to making uh, the movie was different than theirs. That was a really big gap to bridge and it proved to be too big for us. Sometimes people break up and it's really sad and it's really disappointing, but it happens and we learned a lot from our collaborators and we are better filmmakers because of it. Um, They're currently writing and producing a sequel to the Lego movie and producing an untitled animated Spider-Man feature film, uh, which is going to star Miles Morales, the the Hispanic black Spider-Man from the comics. That people wanted to be in Spider-Man: Homecoming, but he, he's oh, kind of he's yeah, nodded to because yeah, yeah, yeah. you have Danny Glover who plays uh, what's his name, the Prowler. Um, sorry, Donald Glover, uh, not Danny Glover. <laughs> Donald Glover is the guy who Spidey then meets uh, at his car in the car park, you know, and he like webs his hands to the boot. It's the oh, rap yes. artist, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, Donald yeah. from Community as well and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and he's the Prowler, and he nods to he has a nephew 
and his nephew is Miles Morales. So that was letting us know that he does exist. This other uh, Spider-Man exists in this world. Um, yeah. So they're doing an animated feature film that's going to come to cinemas, which will be confusing. Hmm. How that fits <laughs> with everything else. Um, but yeah, I thought it was nice that they were they were very... I mean, they're kind of just honest about it. And it's kind yeah. of humble of them to say we're better filmmakers yeah. for having had to walk away from this yeah, film, Yeah, basically. yeah, That's really cool. That's really sweet. I wonder what they mean by that, though. If they mean they, they're better filmmakers because they've learned, oh, with Hollywood, you have to do these certain things mm-hmm. to work in that mechanism. Mm-hmm. Or if they think we're better filmmakers because we now know not to do <laughs> that kind of fucking film. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, still, I mean, it, and we'll get to it at the end of this podcast in terms of what's it like when you're watching a film that people made, but then they left the project and then mm-hmm. other people come in and finish it off for you. Mm. And the vision's definitely going to be muddied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Ron Howard, you know, from Happy Days and great Apollo like 13 director mm-hmm. and like big, big movies, like classic 90s movies, taking over from the guys who directed the Lego movie in 21 <laughs> Jump Street. <laughs> right. It's yeah. very different tonal mm. like shift. Um, are you, yeah, are you guys excited for the solo movie? I don't think I've got to talk to you both about it really. Young Han Solo film? No, we haven't, have we? No. 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 Only Alex I've talked to. <laughs> <laughs> Are you into this? Or? Yeah, yeah. 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 Definitely. <laughs> Why not? Like, yeah. what's not to? True. Well, some people are really obsessed because they're just like, they don't want to know more about Han Solo is one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's kind of nice leaving his younger years as a mystery, right. not explaining it. Oh, I see. Right. And True. for other people, it's also just the recasting. Because what is weird with it is because it's, the guy from Hail Caesar, he's uh-huh. a great actor for sure. Um, but he's almost, I think he is actually, isn't he? The same age basically as Harrison Ford was when he started playing Han Solo. Who, he was 33 when he started playing Han Solo, I think. Okay. Um, and this kid's definitely around, he's like 29, 30, 30, whatever. He's in that age bracket. Right. So ostensibly he should look exactly like right, Harrison right. Ford. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're casting a teenage Han mm-hmm. Solo because then it could be all right. He can look different. mm um, but he's in that same age bracket. So it's, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, it's just going to be a few years before, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's kind of weird to some people. It's weird to me, to be mm. honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd rather see a Chewy film. Yeah, definitely. But I, I'm guessing that's what he's going to be, though, yeah. right? Yeah, you're definitely going to have Chewie meeting up. It's about how he meets up with Chewy and yeah. how they bond. Yep. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be. Well, yeah, Chewy owes him a life debt, apparently, according to the extended universe that is no longer canon. Oh, really? As you can hear about on the Star Wars podcast oh. from Alex at the moment, who's okay. <laughs> will sprinkle little facts like that with d- different degrees of bitterness on how they've discounted all of the extended universe's canon now. So it's called Solo, right? It's just called Solo. Solo. Yep. I'd rather watch a movie called Chewie than Solo, I guess. Yes. It's a better marketing name, isn't it? Chewie. Chewie. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Beautiful. Thanks, Sarah. Well, you know, it's a sci-fi film about a bounty hunter. You know, that's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. True. Uh, but, I mean, yeah, yeah. Is it, that going to be Guardians? I know, because Guardians basically just took Star Wars mm. and took Han Solo and made him the lead character. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's going to be quite a lot of things to compare it to by mm-hmm. the time it comes out from yeah, Serenity to Guardians and things. It's like, that seems to be more the space it's occupying. Right. But again, if you've now got Ron Howard setting the comedy course right presumably 
because all Lord and Miller have done is comedy, comedy, comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Time will tell. Time will tell. And that's out in May the 25th next year, Ooh. 2018. Mm-hmm. So not long to wait for that one. Six months? From t- yeah. Oh, I need to go book The Last Jedi as well in Japan. It's too late. It's all over. Oh. <laughs> you, were, you were so cute. We were at the Justice League last night and you are just like, as soon as the Star Wars trailer came up, you just hid your eyes. Yeah. Buckled down and you yeah, see. Yeah, because I don't want to see it. But it's strange because you said yourself you enjoyed Star Wars, but you're not a huge fan. You're not like no. Alex levels of fan. No, I'm not. Nowhere near Alex levels. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's out there. Uh, but I do enjoy the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, not much else in news really, other than there's a November update for Street Fighter V coming on PS4, which will give us holiday and nostalgia themed costumes. <laughs> Presumably mm. not personal Ooh. nostalgia, but Street Fighter <laughs> nostalgia. Yeah, one of them's dressed mean? like you know your dog from your childhood <laughs> years, and other ones in that jumper your dad used to wear when he took you on holidays. Did the costume change over the course of those different ones? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they do. So okay, that's part so of, yeah, that's, that's what, what they, they mean. mean yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah okay. So you're going to get um, themed costumes. Uh, which way around is this? Da, da, da. No, you're getting new costumes for Colin, Alex, Menet, Cami, Chun-Li, Karen, Balrog, and Birdie. Uh, that will be on November 29th. And then Colin, Alex, Cami, and Menet will receive special holiday-themed costumes. Um, and last year's holiday costumes for other characters will also be available, again, at a reduced price. Which also includes the Frosty Boulevard stage Christmas themed. <laughs> uh, costumes will cost $3.99 each. Ooh. That's dear. There must be a pack, though. There must be like a get all of it pack, maybe. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. That's a lot, though. Three ninety nine. Yeah. You can buy an actual like t shirt from Primark for that money. I wouldn't know. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yes, Haruka. All right, what else is happening? Um, yeah, so we're listening for all this because this is not a normal show. If this is your first time listening to us, we'd normally do more news, more releases, but it's just not much this week and we just yeah. want to get to talking yeah. about Justice League. Uh, releases, there's nothing in the US coming out, to be honest, this mm, week. Um, US? Big films. But in the UK, there is Suburbicon. We're getting that, which was a huge flop in the US. Um, George Clooney directed, starring Matt oh, Damon. Yeah, yeah. On a tricycle. <laughs> um, and Battle of the Sexes, uh, the tennis oh, comedy yes. movie from the directors of, I think, Little Miss Sunshine and Ruby Sparks. Was it not on cinema yesterday? It's starting this week. Yeah. It might have a premiere okay. like today right, or something. Right. Um, yeah, that's just starting now. In the UK, um, which I kind of really badly want to double bill it with that Borg versus McEnroe serious tennis movie. Because mm. I really want to see that. With Shia LaBeouf, because um, I think it'd be kind of hiccups. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be weird. I drank my water too quickly. <laughs> I try and drink water on a podcast without like being in the mic, and then I'm gauging how long someone else is talking before I've got to jump back in, <laughs> and I gulp it too quick. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I think how often in life do you get the opportunity to go to the cinema for a tennis double bill? <laughs> yeah, and one's a comedy yeah. and one's a drama, so they would balance each other out pretty well. I kind of want to do that. Oh, sh- oh, I'm trying to come up with a good term, good tennis term that summarizes it. Um, it's a double play. Oh, no, fuck. it's a Tamara. Oh. Tamara, uh, you think about it. Okay, <laughs> I will. come back. To I us. come back to you. Um, so yeah, there you go. 
Tennis forms. Uh, on the US Blu-rays, they're getting Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets, which is coming to 4K. That was Luke Besson, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It be terrible. But. Yeah, it was a big flop, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it was got Eyebrow Girl in it, who I hate. Yep. What's her name? Oh, Cara Devon, Devon something. I hate her so much. <laughs> so, she so much. I like her face, but oh, I don't come really on. enjoy her acting. So no. She's pretty. No, she's not. She just oh, looks okay. dead inside. Her yeah, eyes. I didn't. I wasn't talking about her soul. I was talking about her, her face. Her eyes look like Sasha Gray's eyes, where it's just like you just like you've done bad things, and <laughs> there's nothing left in your eyes. And then she just looks miserable and bitchy in every photo I can ever see. I'm walking down the street, and there's like one of her down here, uh, around the corner. And she's just snarling, and you're just like, can you not just look empathetic? Can you not just have anything in like nice about you? You have to just look like a fucking horrible person in every photo. Hater, 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 hater. That's a strong term. No, I really do. I hate her as a model, and then the fact that she thinks she can act, and worse than that, other people want to put her in their films, mm. thinking she and encouraging that makes me so angry because mm. yeah like however you feel about her as a model she cannot fucking act if you're listening uh he would still love to work with i you. would yes. absolutely not like to <laughs> she is one of the few people i'm very happy to ostracize from my future career right now michael bay you see i'll play it on the fence because <laughs> i hate his films but i want to work with platinum dunes <laughs> but with what's her face we don't Cara Davinges. nobody knows with her no no thank you i'm fine everyone i can cut that out of my life um also in us blueberries good time which actually just came out over here in uk cinemas mm-hmm. uh, which is a robert patterson film which looks really cool actually i wanted to see this in america but i was traveling at the time so i couldn't he looks have you seen the trailer to this no gosh no. you should see him he transform it's one of those roles where you're like this is such a brilliant career move mm-hmm. for him. Mm-hmm. um i hope it works out i don't know how big it ended up being maybe it wasn't noticed enough mm-hmm. Um, but it looks really cool. Um, Hitman's Bodyguard, which was number one in the US inexplicably for like three or four weeks. Wow. It's coming to 4K. Hmm. Um, the Villainess, which is a Korean movie we've talked about a few times. It's very cool. A uh, cool action film. Uh, it's on Blu-ray. Jungle, which is the Daniel Radcliffe movie uh, mm. directed by Greg McLean, who did all of the Wolf Creek thing. Wolf Creek. Creek? How do you say that word? <laughs> Wolf Creek things. The two films and the TV show. Um, it's not meant to be brilliant, but it's meant to be pretty decent. Daniel Radcliffe lost in the jungle, surviving. Hmm, he's into that, isn't he? I think he's trying to prove himself. He's a, he's one of those actors where it's like I don't think he can act either, but he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's clearly trying. Yeah. He's just not that great. <laughs> really. I don't know. I think he's okay. In which? In what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that many. He seems lovely. Yeah. And he's not like, he's rarely so bad that you can't see it, but he's never like, oh, wow, he was really, like, he's always Daniel Radcliffe. Right. Um, I'm just ostracizing everybody. (laughs) 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 Uh, Red Dwarf 12 is coming to Blu-ray in America. Wow. Can't believe they're up to 12. I I didn't know they kept going after eight, but they did. Yeah. Do you, you don't know That's Red British, Dwarf? You look really right? confused. Yeah. yeah, it's British. Yeah. I auditioned for an episode last year, a couple of years ago. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they're still making it, They had it, a right? huge blank period, I think. They yeah. They yeah, came they, back, right? Yeah. yeah. There was a gap for like, yeah. well, well over 10 years, yeah. like, if not yeah. longer. Yeah. Yeah, and then they came back. I think they came back to do like a Christmas special or some shit, and then it mm. went right. so well that they kept, yeah. kept going. 
It's a fun show. I used, used to, to love like Fred yeah, Wolf. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But that was back in, what, 89, 90, I whenever it I used to love watching it being dubbed in Japanese. What? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah. It was, it was like one of those midnight TV programs in Japan. Not. No, not like the sexy times of the midnight. Time. <laughs> 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 Whatever does it. Yeah. Um, yeah. We used to take VHSs of it to Switzerland to give to our friends there because it was like British humor and they and they loved it. So they'd it would actually get passed around the entire village. <laughs> and we'd like meet people in the street who would say, thank you so much for introducing us to Red Dwarf. Have you got the staff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got the staff. It really was because it was pre-internet. You just couldn't get it. They couldn't import it. So we'd bring Aww. VHSs of Red Dwarf. And it is I very English humor. I just don't know if it's dated that well. Like, I loved it so much at the time, but now I'm just like, oh, I don't know if it's dated. Like, Well, it is kind of timeless, though, no? It's mm. a timeless humor. I don't know. I don't know. I found it a bit... I tried to watch some with Katie when we started going out, mm -hmm. and I was a little bit like, oh, it was kind of like, it doesn't... Any. Yeah, it's like when you get mm. a stand-up comic, and then you come back to them 10, 15 years later, and you're like, oh, yeah, okay, okay, you were good for that yeah. time, but yeah. I don't know if you are as current as you need to be. Mm. Or something like... I mean, you're watching, um, you're watching some, what do you call it, Fry, what's Fry's early show? Um, oh, oh, the, uh, yes, I was watching that. Yep. And also a uh, bit of Fry yeah, and Lori. just a bit of Fry yeah. and Lori. But Jesus and Worcester was like a show show, and Blackadder especially. Yeah. It still works. Blackadder still works. Jesus and Worcester, the first one season really works. Second, third, fourth, it really gets there a bit much. Really? Yes. It's, that's definitely dated. And okay. I think the main reason is because the world has changed a lot. And uh, although it's set in a period time, it's still not really doesn't make sense. Whereas the Red Dwarf, because it's set in sci-fi imaginary fantasy world, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like the jokes do age a little bit, but the world is kind so it's of got its own mm. rules, so. ageless. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I can see that. I'll, yeah, I'd go back and give it another go. I just found it very dry. Yeah. Like, particularly that first season, because mm -hmm. I was trying to rewatch. It was, like, very just kind of depressing, <laughs> actually. <laughs> um, other than Cat, when he just ordered well, his fish. Much like fish. any other British comedy. Yeah, kind of dry and depressing. Um, and there's yeah. a horror film called Dark Signal that's coming out on Blu-ray in America this week. I haven't seen this yet, but I'm watching it uh, next week, and it's meant to be really good. Uh, UK Blu-rays, they're also getting Red Dwarf 12, uh, but we're also getting Spider-Man Homecoming, which is going to be on 4K. Whoop, whoop. We'll be talking about that a little bit with Justice League, placing some of this year's comic book movies maybe yeah. in order. Um, we're also getting The Beguiled over here, which is Sofia Coppola, uh, her new film, uh, remake actually of a movie, and this one's starring Nicole Kidman and what's her face from Neon Demon? Oh, um... Bleh. Oh, That's her. <laughs> oh, something. Yeah. Oh, she's a sister of Fanning. Ella, Ella Fanning? Yeah, Elle Fanning. Elle Fanning. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. And there was again a couple of anime things in the UK. We're getting Urika 7, the entire. I don't know if the film's included, but both TV shows. Really great anime show. One of my favorites ever. Um, if you like Evangelion and stuff, but you want nicer animation, <laughs> like much nicer <laughs> animation, then check out Urika 7. What do you mean? I know. The animation's not great. And oh, come really. on. Oh, come on. What, in what sense? In that it's not that great. Oh, yeah. God. Right. Even in the new movies, it's still not that this. great. God. <laughs> it's not. Have you been back to it? It's like, I love almost more than any anime TV show, Cowboy Bebop. Mm -hmm. 
But you go back to it, and it's, it's pretty bad. Well, I watched it in the 90s with my uh, desktop computer screen, so it didn't matter to me. Yeah, well, we're a long way <laughs> off from it. You go back to it now. So Cowboy Bebop, the movie still works, but like the TV show is like, it's still great because the direction's great, the soundtrack's great, the voice acting's great. Even the, even the English dub of Cowboy Bebop's great. But the animation's not great. Mm. And the same with the Evangelion. It's like, you can still watch it because it's a great show. Anyway, look, all I'm trying to say <laughs> is Eureka 7 looks beautiful. It's really, okay. really, it's okay. really nicely made. It's bones. I think they do some of the best animation mm -hmm. out there. Okay. Um, and then there's a re-release okay. of a film that's been hard to get for quite some time, which is Paprika, which was oh, yes. uh, Satoshi Kon, who sadly passed away in 2006, was it? Quite a while ago now. Yeah. Was it 2006? Maybe it was 2008 or something. Was, yeah, maybe. Mm. Oh, that's a while, good one. A while ago. Yeah. yeah, all of his films are fantastic. Yeah. And his TV yeah. show, Paranoia Agent, is fantastic. Yeah. Um, honestly... People. But Paprika doesn't have good animation, though. It's you kidding me? It's not <laughs> I actually don't. I think Paprika's his worst film, but its animation is fantastic. <laughs> I know, I know. It's so good. I love the colors. It's Tokyo yeah, Godfather amazing. and Millennium Actress are my two favorites. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I hope people don't forget about Satoshi Kon because he's he is with Miyazaki in my terms, and mm -hmm. I, he's much better than I, I love Makoto Shinkai, but. Satoshi Kon, everything he did was mm. he was like the David Lynch of anime. Yeah. And he's just yeah. fantastic. And it was very sad that he died. But at the same mm -hmm. time, he never got to selling his heritage. He's like he's just left this fantastic selection of movies and mm -hmm. TV That's shows. True. Um mm -hmm. and everyone should check him out. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um shall I tell you what? Let's just go straight into talking well, should I do the box office first or should we talk about Justice League first? Box office. Yeah. Because there will be minor spoilers. We're not. We're going to try not to spoil anything big, um, but we presume most people have already gone to see Justice League. So there will yeah, be minor spoilers. Yeah. Um, so if we leave it for the end of the podcast, mm -hmm. it helps people just drop out if they want to. Pause your podcast and go away and come back. So weekend actuals for last week were in reverse order. I'm having to buy myself time because my internet won't let me use my laptop. So I've got to use my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I never had to do the podcast from my phone. Uh, so yeah, at number 20 in the box office was Victoria and Abdul. Number 19 was Happy Death Day. We saw that movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We gave it an okay, didn't we? Yep. Uh, the official... Yeah. Yeah. That was a film. That was okay. Fine. Uh, Only the Brave at number 18. I thought that would have held longer. That's that firefighter true story movie. Uh, the Lego Ninjago movie at number 17. At 16 is The Florida Project, which a uh, friend of the show, Alison Holland, told us we should go and see. Oh, yeah? So it's really good. Cool. Uh, 15 is Let There Be Light. 14 is Loving Vincent. Whoop, whoop. That's the film that you want to see. Yeah, I really want to see it. Well, you're here and I've dragged you to Justice League instead. <laughs> so tough shit. Uh, number 13 is Geostorm. Uh, number 12 is Tyler Perry's Boo 2, A Media Halloween. 11, 11 is Blade Runner 2049. And number 10, Jigsaw. Uh, number 9 is Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, comma, Missouri. That sounds totally like my kind of movie. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> Hang on. I want to check this out. Uh, Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. That sounds very um, culture specific. Have mm. I got any facts here on it? That's such a random title. I really know it's in box office mojo. They don't give you a synopsis or anything. Wow. Come on, you guys go on IMDb and look it up while I do the rest of... What is it called again? Three billboards outside, outside Ebbing, Missouri. I feel if you just put in Ebbing... You'll probably get it as the only film <laughs> with that in the <laughs> title. Uh, number eight is Lady Bird. And number seven is A Bad Mum's Christmas. 
Uh, new in at number six, The Star. Have you seen the? Have you seen those posters for that? That's that CGI kids film to do with like I think Jesus and Christmas no. and Bethlehem, like his birth and stuff. And there's a camel and it looks really bad. Uh, number five is Murder on the Orient Express, which we all want to see. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. We'll go next. We'll go the next couple of days. Number four is Daddy's Home Two. Number three is still in there. Thor: Colon Ragnarok. Yay! Which has now made two hundred and fifty million dollars. Wow! Uh, just in the US alone. Uh, and number two is Wonder, and at number one, of course, Justice League, with a weekend gross of almost a hundred million dollars. Uh, wow! So doing good. That's doing really well. Really strong. The uh, production's called the Ebbing Tide, the Ebbing Tree. Nope, doesn't help me. No, I got, and, I got uh, the. Yes, I do have the. Yeah, three it sounds quite as well. interesting, actually. Who wants to read it? Tell me about it. Just tell me, tell me on the movie. It's actually a UK US production. I'm out. I'm not interested. <laughs> After months have passed without a culprit in her daughter's murder case, Mildred Hayes makes a bold move, painting three signs leading into her town with a controversial message directed at William Willoughby, the town's revered chief of police. Blah, blah, blah. So it's, it sounds like a thriller? Woody Harrison's in it. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. yeah. And Sam Rockwell. Two of my favorites. And Peter Dink, uh, Dink, Dinklage. Oh, they have to go and see this film. Have I not heard of this movie? No. And ZZZ, how do you pronounce his name? Zelko Ivanek? You know, the, the <laughs> guy from the uh, House of Cards. Nailed it. Absolutely nailed yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I've, ne- I've never heard of this movie. Yeah, Peter Dinklage. Yeah. yeah. Well, we have to go and see Orient Express and apparently Vincent and uh, I Want to Still See Sacred Deer. And a tennis Clark double Peter. bill. <laughs> and somewhere in that will fit in three billboards. Yeah, that's yes. got a really good cast. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. Crime film slash drama. Okay. One hour, 55 minutes. One hour, 55. Mm-hmm. Almost pretty long. Well, not as long crime as Justice thriller. So it's written and directed by this guy called Martin McDonald. What do you do? is... Known for In Bruges. Oh, yeah, oh. of course. No, Martin McDonald. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, Martin McDonald. Yeah, of course it's Martin McDonald. Oh, he's one of my favorite directors. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Sold. That sold, makes sense. Sold, sold. Yeah. That's why it, it, it is UK, you. Okay, production. okay. Yeah, that, it, um, we might have sounded very dumb for the last five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no one's listening. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I'm just older than any movie that's got a comma in it, to be honest. So I'm good. So yes, it sounds long, but it's not as long as what we watched last night, which is the Justice League. Uh, shall we do the uh, thingy first? Tell people to go away. No, the Twitters and. The oh, you want to do a mid outro? Yeah, yeah, all right, let's yeah, do it now then. All right, yeah. fine. In case you are leaving, we're going to do a mid outro. Yeah. That's when we tell you all the information about how you can support us and be nice and friendly to us without you having to wait until the end of the podcast because nobody listens to the end of a podcast. I can't blame you. I don't either. Um, so, yes. Head on over to wearegeeks.com, wearegeeks.com, and you can branch straight out to our iTunes from there and all of our social medias. If you go to our iTunes on there, then you're going to hit up our weekly podcast, which is this, which goes up almost every single Tuesday, almost every single week. Almost. 
podcast. Catchy, right? Um, and then we do topical news reviews and all of the stuff we're doing right now, but normally better than we're doing it right now because uh, we just want to talk about Justice League. <laughs> and every single Friday, we do a horror channel where we talk through a different retrospective, an entire franchise of movies. We've done Friday 13th, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Nightmare on Elm Street. We're doing Child's Play right now. And like I said, next year, we're going to be doing Hellraiser, Halloween and other things as well. And on top of that, we add more stress to our lives by occasionally doing non-horror ones. We've done mm-hmm. Danny Boyle, who recalls on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She I likes was in that as well, a little bit. Yeah. Well, yeah, you were, yeah, yeah, you were for one, weren't you? you were yeah. In and out. Um, and we're oh. currently doing Star Wars in the lead up to The Last Jedi. That's a fun one. That's going up every Wednesday and every Saturday with me, Alexander Chard, and Christina Masterson. Um... What else do we have? Yeah, and then if you're on weirdgeeks.com, why not then branch on out to our Twitch channel where we do some Twitch stuff. Not much right now, but there's a lot coming soon. So just subscribe mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then you'll know when it happens because we've actually got some very cool shows uh, that are going to come on that starting 2018. Um, and you can also branch out... Oh, so you can email us through weirdgeeks.com as well. And if you don't want to do it through the website, just send a message if to... If you know how to defeat those dragons, do it. Yeah, I mean, sincerely, yeah. fucking tell me what I'm doing wrong. Mm-hmm. It's the last bit. It fucks me up, mm. and those little fire boys when they're running along his tongue. It's the one with three dragons with meatballs, right? Sure, flaming meatballs. Yeah, yeah. I think it's called fireballs, but yeah, um, <laughs> they look like they could full of meat in your head. Um, that'd be a diff- that'd be a different problem. The little fire boys and they're running along his tongue, and then they, you can tell which they look left or right, so you know which direction they're going to jump in, but you don't know how high they're going to jump, and it fucks me up every time. So mm. then by the time I get to his final, and you form, can reach me by I can't reach you. Let me <laughs> Um, yeah so you can message us just that through the website weirdgeeks.com or by typing into your email address thingy mail at weirdgeeks.com you can let us know anything that you want uh, us to do and we'll probably say no Um, (laughs) and if you're on weirdgeeks.com then why not branch out to our publisher weirdtessellate.com which is uh, yeah a production company run out of London LA and Tokyo where we're making our first feature films we're just at the end of our first feature called Starfish. You can actually check that out on IMDb Pro if you want to. Mm. Um, Although that's still missing a lot of info. A lot of info Exciting info. It's going to be updated soon because we're right at the end. So we'll have some images up there, a new poster Mm -hmm. at some point, Mm -hmm. um, things Mm -hmm. like that. When are you dropping a trailer? Well, uh, it's out of our hands because... So yeah, we keep promising people if you want to learn about Starfish, listen to this podcast and then we always... Mm -hmm talk about so much else we don't have time to talk yeah. about it much so we normally do two sentence summaries mm-hmm. <laughs> but all right let's you know what time is it now let's spend five minutes okay ruka you ask any questions if you're the audience and then we'll answer so trailer we don't know because we've got a, we're just at the end of finishing it uh, we've then got to go through sales agents maybe uh, but definitely through festivals mm-hmm. get a distributor hopefully right uh, that we like which is more important than because i think getting a distributor is kind of you, most people can get some form of distribution mm-hmm, nowadays mm-hmm. it's getting one that you are on the same page with mm-hmm. um and then then it's up to them really when you know conversation with them but when we put out a trailer we don't want to do it ourselves right then you're shooting yourself in the foot right you want to give distribution the chance to have a fresh product mm-hmm. and what they do with it mm-hmm. so you won't see anything for quite a while in that front but we can do some photos and behind scenes stuff and things like that on imdb cool yeah any other questions uh what's the genre uh, pajama party genre um, is I think it's on IMDb as a thriller drama, drama sci-fi, sci-fi horror, horror. <laughs> covering all the bases so everything other than rom-com yeah there's no yeah. comedy <laughs> we just did test uh, screenings for it actually 
and some people thought like there was just enough comedy and other people like it's not enough comedy obviously mm. um i there's a little bit of comedy sprinkled throughout there's some cuteness yeah for yeah. sure yeah there's also some weird stuff there's mm-hmm. an anime scene in it which we're very uh proud mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. we're very lucky to get mm-hmm. it's kind of cool so technically when we're doing it when i was doing festival submissions there's all these boxes you have to tick for what it is and it's like and some of them are like color black and white animation i was like yep yep <laughs> yep yep <laughs> just ticking like all of these boxes um yeah i don't know if there's much more anything else yeah. that you um, think people would want to know? what's what's the short tagline so you're being lovely because you've seen the film obviously and worked on it. Yeah, <laughs> i love it i love it so much um the short tagline is a girl mixtape and the end of the world that's what it says on imdb uh, we have a few mm. other taglines we're throwing around right now, but at the moment I'm kind of happy with that one being the short one. But I think we'll give a more in depth one. Actually, there is a one on IMDb, isn't there? That's a bit more in depth. Oh yeah, there is. Yeah. Hang on, let like me get a summary. A, I want to read exactly what's because I don't remember <laughs> what's up on there. Um, it says a unique and intimate. Sorry, a unique, intimate, and honest portrayal of a girl grieving for the loss of her best friend that just happens to take place on the day the world ends as we know it. Mm. Sounds about right. There you go. Starring Virginia Gardner, Christina Masterson, friend of the podcast, Eric Beecroft, Natalie Mitchell, um, Tamara Oshida. Whoop, whoop. Uh, sort of Huka Abe. Sort of. Mm, we'll see. Uh, and other people too. Yes. But not many, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people in it. But yeah, yeah. spoilers. It's mostly Virginia Gardner. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, who does a fantastic job. But more to come as well. Yes. 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 Um, so yeah, we'll divulge information on here mm-hmm. as we can. So Promise. we met Christina through this project. Well, right? I had actually met. Her. Well, I hadn't met her. I had like interacted with her and mm-hmm. with her manager before because I tried to get her for a different project I was doing mm-hmm. years ago. Um, and then yeah, we met her. Eventually, I met her in a lunch thing which you do in LA. Mm-hmm. So if you're casting for films, you go on a lot of lunch meetings <laughs> with actors. Yeah. And I went on one with her, and yeah. She auditioned for this and got mm-hmm. quite a cool, important role. And now she is now one she's of one of us. Podcast people. <laughs> there and you go. Yeah, yeah. Does she want to do Switch? The Nintendo yeah. console platform? No, no, Switch. Twitch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Twitch, Twitch. She did. She was really no, into she doing Twitch. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if I, I don't want to speak on her behalf. Oh, yeah, okay. But she was really into doing something well, on Twitch can, because she's yeah. got a cool, like, geeky uh, fan base. Mm-hmm. And we th- thought, well, she thought they'd enjoy her doing some Twitch stuff. And I mm-hmm. agreed. So we were looking into that. Yeah. But there's a lot of dedication. And she's quite a busy lady. Mm-hmm. Um, and now she's even more busy because she's doing Star Wars with us two days yeah. a week. <laughs> um, but I can say we will be doing something with her for yeah, Twitch cool. next year. I think almost 100%. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so, yeah. All right. That's enough self. Mm-hmm what's the word gratification is there a power ranger computer game oh yeah there's actually a power ranger weird like sort of 16 bit one on xbox for i think the new power ranger film okay that was just a random question you might be wondering <laughs> yeah yeah yes 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 yeah to be revealed the connection find out, find, who don't out. Know, yeah. is that find out yeah <laughs> <laughs> find out yourself yeah why, why google her that question yeah google christina um what are we doing? Justice League. So, <laughs> there we go. if you listen to the podcast, if you haven't seen Justice League yet, you can still listen to this. We're really going to try not to give away huge bits mm-hmm. or finale. But if you're really precious about it and you haven't seen it yet and you're excited, I would just advise go and see it first. You can pause your podcast, come back to it later on your mobile device and listen to the rest of this after, after. you've seen the film. 
because yeah we might accidentally slip up with something in the spoiler way and i don't want to upset people who really care mm-hmm. um all right a lot of people talking about this movie right now mm-hmm. it's had reviews all over the map really a lot of people sort of there's been a lot of defenders saying i have a lot of fun with this movie even though it's a mess seems to be what a lot of people are saying even mm-hmm. dc fans quite a lot of them are saying that kind of stuff oh. um i'm actually going to get up craig's thing in a second because he's the biggest dc sort of supporter that i know mm-hmm. and i think it's only fair to get that side of the argument in mm-hmm. uh craig if you're listening sorry i didn't ask your permission <laughs> um but you two i want to know before going into justice league did you give a shit about this are you do you like any of the dc films do you you know not like haruka i didn't really give a shit at all Okay. I mean, I, I really liked uh, Nolan's Batmans and like all the Batmans before that, but I hadn't seen any of the new ones. Okay. I hadn't seen Man of Steel. I hadn't seen, um, what else? Batman v Superman. Oh Suicide yeah, I hadn't Squad. seen that. No, yeah, had, You've seen Wonder Woman. I have seen Wonder Woman. Okay. Um, but, you know, I'm such a, like, I don't really follow the whole like DC universe at all. I even thought that Flash was like, you know, um, Flash Gordon, same, same as Flash Gordon. So yeah, that's Flash. my. Oh. Oh. Sorry, guys. Every one of us. <laughs> I um, know. I've had a few people who were confused when Flash died when his TV show was coming out. And people uh-huh. like, is this the same one as the Flash? <laughs> no nope. Queen's Flash. No, no, no. Yeah, so I didn't really have any expectations. I wasn't, you know, mm-hmm. excited or like I was okay. pretty neutral. Mm. Okay, Tamara. Um, it. I haven't seen Batman's versus Superman. Su- super, Superman. Su- Superman. <laughs> Superman. Superman. Um, I had been wanting to see it. It's on my Netflix my list. Um, but I kind of always sort of prolonged it. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I I did want to see it definitely. And uh, I felt like it's kind of the movie I want to see it in a cinema rather than on my laptop. Mm. Yep. So I wanted to see it. I wanted it to be good, but I kind of knew that it won't be. But I was presently surprised, I can say, I think. <laughs> I think you can yes. say. <laughs> uh, you have enjoyed, I mean, this year you've enjoyed Homecoming and yes. Ragnarok. However, halfway through watching the Justice League, I was starting to think, okay, like, like yes, I am maybe a little bit tired of those superhero movies. Mm-hmm. There was mm-hmm. definitely a moment of two of going, oh yeah, it's this again. Fatigue is you know setting in. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I, mean, I didn't feel that with Homecoming. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I would say for the most part, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'd say the same. Like in terms, I've been. I'm a huge comic book fan, but I've been tired of comic book films for a long time. Because they're always just bigger, 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 bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and particularly with Marvel, they've been building to the biggest of things, which mm-hmm. is Infinity War. So we still haven't got to how big mm-hmm. it's going to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and I prefer... But that's going to be just like a festival. I hope. Yeah. It's going to be 62 <laughs> yeah. characters yeah. just going like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, but it's two films as well. So it's going to be like yeah, five yeah. hours overall. Okay. And um, But I'm... Yeah, I, I just... I like the smaller, more personal stories. So yeah, Homecoming really appealed to me because of that. Mm-hmm. Um and I kind of like, yeah, Netflix Daredevil and stuff like that just because it's smaller, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like more personable stakes mm-hmm. and less CGI. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. there is a just a phenomenal amount of CGI in these films mm-hmm. now. I mean, mm-hmm. I loved Ragnarok, but I did come out and say I think the CGI is pretty bad for mm-hmm. most of Ragnarok. Um, and I'm going to say, yeah, right now off the bat, I think the CGI is better in Justice League. People have been saying it's really just bad. About, 
I, I always look for the first like half. When it gets to the end and we've got crazy shit happening, <laughs> it all fell apart. Like there's some mm. truly terrible effects in this towards the end. Do but for the beginning, feel there's more CGI in this than the Ragnarok? <sighs> By margin? Because, hmm. you know, when we say CGI, there's loads of stuff that we don't notice that it's CGI, mm-hmm. I'm just being told. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, look, nearly every, like, there's CGI yeah, in no. almost every shot of Ragnarok mm. somewhere. And especially um, considering how the certain facial hair needed to be removed. I yeah, that's, like, true. Uh, that's true. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. So, yeah, let's get into that really quickly because you guys watched it without knowing what the backstory with Justice League, no. which is that, yeah, it's directed by Zack Snyder, who's kind of been the showrunner of the DC. They call it the DCEU. I, don't, I can't call it that. It's the DCCU. <laughs> Because okay. it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because mm-hmm. it's like, hey, Marvel Comics, but a Marvel Cinematic Universe. DC is called DC. Mm-hmm. Now, they call it DCEU because they call it the DC Extended Universe. But Extended uh. Universe has always been used for stuff that wasn't necessarily mainstay. You know, it was like novels written on the side mm-hmm, that aren't really mm-hmm. a part of the real franchise, right. but they are canon. Right. Uh, like Star Wars Extended Universe was all these weird books that Alex used to read in mm. comics and, you know, whatever. So by DC calling it the EU, it makes me feel like they're kind of like, yeah, but we don't want to count it. It's extended. It's not really part of us. It feels almost like they're ashamed of it. And yeah. I feel they should be just DCCU, which yeah. is DC Cinematic Universe. EU is no longer part of us. Don't go there. <laughs> don't, no <laughs> politics on this show. And DC is Washington, so, you know. DC, yeah. <laughs> DCEU. Interesting. Yeah, so don't do that. DCCU. Much better. Um, what was the point? Why were we driving the bus with that? <laughs> the place uh, you're talking about director switch and yes. the certain Fisher. Thank you. Um, so Zack Snyder's been kind of running their stuff um, ever since Man of Steel. He directed that. He directed Batman v Superman. I used to be a big Zack Snyder apologist. I didn't. I mean, you know, I liked things in both Man of Steel and Batman v Superman, but there's a lot of trash in both of those films mm. as well. Um, so yeah he was on board with this one and apparently he offered in a cut that nobody liked no one liked how the film had ended up there's um, nothing new about that though yeah disney's everywhere well this seems to be a trend yeah who's, yeah, yeah yeah i think everyone's just getting nervous yeah. at dc yeah. to live up to marvel and star mm-hmm. wars and stuff mm. um and then very very tragically his his daughter passed away um so he actually left the project and then josh whedon who used to shepherd the Marvel stuff before he left Marvel because he found it too stressful and, and, and aggravating. Um, he then came in to rewrite a whole bunch of Justice League and then ended up directing all the reshoots on it mm. and then shepherding it through the rest of post-production. So it's kind of one of those things like we were talking about earlier where it's a mishmash of director's visions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, both lovers and haters of DC, are saying they can see that in the film. It is jarring mm-hmm. um, going between comedy and somber because Zack Snyder is very somber. Mm-hmm. Um, for better or worse and Joss Whedon likes his characters to be joking and jostling mm-hmm. yeah like Avengers 1 which is a lot of that kind of camaraderie I can't understand the company's decision trying to sort of have the right balance by doing that yeah but did it work did it not work mm. well I think yeah. they're in a difficult decision because like with Star Wars they keep getting rid of directors but it's because they fall out with them and this Sure, there may be where they were falling out with Zach and how that was turning out, but also, you know, he had a death in the family. Mm. So he had to leave. Mm. So at least a while, okay, they had to bring in someone else. Mm. If you're going to bring in someone else, Joss Whedon's a great choice. But again, 
very different style mm -hmm. from Zack Snyder. So to get those two, two things to marry is difficult. Mm. So did you guys notice that it was inconsistent or did it actually feel like it worked as a whole, you know? Um, I mean, it was quite jarring, I guess, because somber moments were very somber, but it didn't stand, like it didn't stick out for me. Yeah, I definitely noticed it, but I kind of justified it by saying, okay, this is a story for this character, this is a story for this character. Right. They all mm. differ in the style of storytelling. Mm -mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. And I think we're getting more used to that now because a lot of reshoots are done to add in the comedy, basically. Mm -hmm. So we're getting used to films that are somber and then suddenly have little pockets of mm -hmm. jokes going on. Mm -hmm. This movie costs 300 million to make, though. This mm. is a big fucking fucking Probably film. the real figures are a bit more than... Yeah. yeah. And I don't know where marketing come, falls into that because we always you know, say mm. on this podcast, people don't appreciate your marketing costs the same amount again as yeah. how much it costs your movie. And it's hard when you get a figure to know are you getting it with marketing or without mm. marketing. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I want to quickly read off what our friend, Craig Caban... Uh, Hi, Craig. God damn it. Which I've now lost. Oh no, there it is. Um, again, don't do podcasts for your phone. Um, but I'm sorry, Rukav. Every time you take a sip of your coffee, it's just sorry, amazing. Sorry, I just took a sip of, sip of my coffee and there was something inside my coffee. Oh. oh. And I'm like, hmm. Is it coffee? I don't know. Open the lid. I already, I already, I already swallowed it. Oh, no, don't do that. Mm. Maybe it was a bug. Maybe oh. it was just coffee. I don't uh, know. No, it won't be. Or maybe you want to have some sort of superhuman power. Ooh, mm. I'll be the bug lady. <laughs> you'd be a good bug lady so Craig who yeah so like we have a lot of jostling on purpose jokingly back and forth uh, because he calls me a Marvel fanboy and I call him a DC fanboy um, he has a good appreciation for Marvel things as well I think he tends to stick up more for DC just because they do get a bad like they get dealt a worse hand in the press for sure people like backlash against them more than Marvel um, I think there's a reason for that <laughs> um, but you know he brings up some good points and he gave this fair assessment of his feelings on it um, where he kind of yeah he said like the 10 year old boy in him that plays with action figures and reads comic books unequivocally loved the Justice League um, but now the 42 year old uh, analytical film critic fully acknowledged that yes it has definitely a share of obtrusive problems undercranked and poorly realized villain or washing CGI garishness a semi-rushed and ill-focused tone not to mention that it certainly didn't achieve the genre greatness of Wonder Woman, nor did it have the raw and gutsy genre-busting ambition of Batman v Superman, but it is replete with warmth, colour and humour, um, as well as a fine ensemble of actors that make this team dynamic, engaging and superheroic. Their shared charisma is palpable and you want to see more movies with them. Um, and more importantly, it, Justice League is just fun. It's achingly safe and pedestrian to be sure, but it has its heart in the right place um, and is a good course corrector for the DC. EU or the DCCU. <laughs> um, okay, what's your counter argument to that? Well, I don't think he's wrong. And here's the big surprise for me, because I have been thinking, mm -hmm. and Craig, if you're listening, you're going to be happy for a second, because I've been thinking this film's going to be fucking terrible. I really have. Like, the trailers looked abysmal to me. The CGI looked horrible. And I kept saying to people, that CGI looks terrible. And people are like, are you kidding? Like, it doesn't look that bad. It looks terrible in those trailers. And now everyone's come out saying the whole film's terrible CGI. I don't think it's as bad as people are saying now. <laughs> but it's because I think the trailers took a lot of the CGI from the end of the movie. Where, mm. yes, it looks terrible. Um, 
I thought the humor just didn't work for me. It felt so forced in the trailers. Mm-hmm. It felt just like we're trying to be cool, but it's not there. Mm-hmm. And none. And the actors, I agree with them. They're great actors. Gal Gadot, she's not an amazing actress, but she's a great cinematic presence, mm. I think. Mm. Uh, I think the same with Ben Affleck. Again, not a great yeah. actor, mm-hmm. but great cinematic mm-hmm. presence. Yeah. Um, what's his face? He's playing Aquaman. Uh, Jason, uh, Jason Momoa. Yeah, Momoa. Again, good presence. Mm. Not a great actor. Um, who else we've got? We've got Ezra Miller. I think he's a actually a really great actor um he hasn't done something like this before mm-hmm. so it's an interesting mm. place to see him and then we had a surprise little pop-up with billy crudup who's one of my favorite actors um has ezra miller's father i think he's i think he steals the show but mm. he's only in two little scenes and amber heard turned up for nothing like really <laughs> weird like they better be doing more with her later because she's in nothing of this movie mm. but there's an aquaman movie coming out so i guess oh. she's gonna be in that um so yeah, I mean, there's a great cast here, but then we're not talking Cumberbatch levels, Mark Ruffalo levels, mm. like even Robert Downey Jr. levels of real, like you know, just I don't know, like the, I feel. Mm, but don't you think those movies, movies make them famous? No, Where they are. I mean, like Mark Ruffalo was a great indie, like award-winning yeah. actor before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. had done fantastic stuff before, but yeah, sure, oh, man, yeah. we built him again. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but he's just got charisma like nobody else has yeah, on true. screen. You know, he's so watchable. Um, uh, fuck, who was the first person I just mentioned? Uh, right now? Yeah. Gal Gadot? No, oh, from- in, in Marvel. Um, oh, Doctor Strange. Oh, yeah, yeah, Cumberbatch, Cumberbatch. obviously. Mm. Fantastic actor. Mm. Like, truly fantastic yeah, actor. Yeah. I do think Marvel do have a better pedigree of actors. Mm-hmm. in terms of acting ability rather than just screen presence mm-hmm. and i do think i actually think the best actor that dc have got on was jared leto and sadly they used him in a terrible 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 way <laughs> right. um to mm. basically bastardize on joker imdb it only has zach as a director yeah and that's mm. why i was waiting for the post to see what happened joss whedon is down as a writer Mm, but mm. they don't talk about him on the reshoots. Mm. It's the same with like Rogue One. They don't talk about the other oh, director yeah, coming in from reshoots. Mm. Yeah, 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 fair enough. Which is respectful, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And also doesn't confuse the public too mm-hmm. much. Um, yeah, like we t- we went away. So we went to see this, this film and then we went and had some Spanish food mm-hmm. at a bar last night. Mm-hmm. And I was really like, yeah, like I was saying, I was really hoping by the time we got to the end, we'd spoil everything about this film. And we were literally about one foot in front of us was where they were cleaning plates and stuff. <laughs> and, I was, and I was like, really hoping no one doing that job was excited to go and see Justice League because we'd spoil everything <laughs> in that movie. Um, yeah, I, I just, I like this movie a lot more than I thought it would. Mm. Yeah. I, it, I think that's the same for all of yeah. us here. Yeah. Well, Haruka came well, out and said it was trash. <laughs> well, it's a trashy film, yeah. I thought, but it was still like entertaining enough to like. I didn't fall asleep or anything, so you know. Yeah, that's true. And like considering how long it is, yeah, you know, it didn't, didn't feel, feel that. that yeah. yeah, it didn't feel that long. Yeah. I, I think the ending is plain bad. Like I think the last forty-five minutes where you get into the battle once Darkseid mm-hmm. is there and mm-hmm. they're in that battle and they head to wherever they're heading to. Where is it even? Are they in Russia? Are they in Yeah, Russia. It seems like an anonymous Eastern European country that yeah. they're heading into. It's just plain bad. Like it really is. I don't think the, the comedy works anymore. The CGI is terrible mm-hmm. and it's back to let's make everything as big and bombastic as possible. Yeah. With no real personality. Um but for me like you weren't keen on the opening necessarily, Tamara? No, the very first. Which is, like the 
Batman bit. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I loved that. Like that for me was, that was the film I wanted to see. More yeah. practical stuff. The Batman stuff really works for me. I still think Ben Affleck is fantastic as Batman. I like his voices done through a voice changer rather than him doing a Christian mm-hmm. bell like... Rah, right. Rah, rah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but it's just still... It's, it's been my problem with DC Comics. I don't read that many DC Comics other than Batman and The Flash. And occasionally I've tried some Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I don't... They don't fit. Like Batman just still does not fit in that mm-hmm. group for me. Mm-hmm. Like when I see Batman, I'm like, he's works really well that looks cool the flash works well looks cool and we talked about it last night i think if taking each of these people independently in their own movies i could have some fun with that command mm-hmm. if it's a yeah, dumb aquaman movie he is an iron man right i mean yeah essentially yeah. he is like he's mm. the rich guy right. who doesn't have power but yeah has all the mm. techs and the but funding. he's not a genius he doesn't have the brain either. yeah but he's also oh. yeah yeah but there's just something more grounded for some reason about um, about Bruce Wayne and particularly in these ones because he's not this like I feel in other yeah. DC Batman movies he is as Bruce Wayne a playboy which is much closer to how Iron Man is mm. like always with the ladies yeah, always having fun whereas in these ones Ben plays it as a tired man mm-hmm. right. like he's in that beautiful glass house by a lake he's like not part of the city he's taking himself away from people he's not partying there's plenty of lines in here even about he doesn't date people anymore. Or yes, anything. but wait. Mm. So was he like that in Batman versus Superman as yeah. well? Yeah, okay. he was already like. That. Yeah, he was pretty tired. Uh, okay, because yeah. I kind of took it as because of the death, he has turned that way. No, mm. he was definitely okay. That I uh, maybe not quite as much. Mm-hmm, I think it's mm-hmm. affected him for sure. This mm-hmm. death. Yeah, and he blames himself clearly. And like but. that's mm. what I meant by I didn't really like the opening because uh, I wanted to be all about the world is in sorrow and in mourning of right. the death of the Superman. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, there is some beauty in the, in back in the somethingville. What, 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 what Smallville. Smallville. Yeah. <laughs> Big Bill. <laughs> Smallville. You know, and that opening was great. So I wanted the whole movie to start from there and go like, we need to, we need to take this time to mourn for the right. loss of a great man or a- alien. Mm. Um, then we still want to mourn, but then this thing comes and uh, disrupts. Right, interrupts the mourn. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. that's what I wanted. No, I'm with you. I, am, yeah. I think narratively, yeah, this is a problem. I'm always looking at stuff just so much from uh, just a stylistic point mm. of you know, how things come across. Um, but yeah, narratively, I agree with you. I mean, they do start with that whole... We're in mourning, but mm. it feels more like we have to remind people yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that Superman's yeah, exactly. dead when yeah. we start this movie. And for people like Haruka, who hasn't done you, yeah. who haven't seen Batman v Superman, he dies in that. So it was important for them to get that across. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then we had those weird newspaper clippings. That we oh, were... God, that was so weird. So there's, like, yeah, like David Bowie, Prince, and Superman. Yeah. And it was like, like front page. Yeah, yeah, it was like, did they go back to their planet or yeah. something? Yeah, were they headline? all actually aliens? And it's just yeah. Like, uh, it feels, I mean, I see what they're trying to do, but it feels a bit too tryhard and a bit too, I don't know. A bit offensive. A I little thought. bit. A little bit. A little bit. Made yeah. me shocked. I kind of like looked around at you both at that point. Like, is this all right? Is this okay? Yeah. <laughs> did they, because they had to get permission, surely, from yeah. the estates to so. use their likenesses. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, I do agree with you. Like, there is a better... <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. So popular. Sorry, guys. Uh, 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 now we're going to get flagged. What song was that? Oh, wow. That was uh, 
uh, evil Morty themes. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly, oh, I haven't looked at it, but I just saw on IGN there's a list of all of the... Um, I think it's IGN, uh, for all of the little Easter eggs in Justice mm-hmm. League. And apparently there's a Rick and Morty one in here. Ooh. Which I don't mm. watch Rick and Morty, so I didn't notice it. Huh. Uh, talking of the Easter eggs, so uh, how Lewis says oh. to Superman, uh-huh. uh, you didn't even last a minute in the house. Are you okay? <laughs> so I completely <laughs> missed what was going on here. There's a scene in the film... Okay. Again, uh. again, we're talking slight spoilers here, but it's in the trailers anyway. <laughs> but Superman comes back, and he hangs out with Lois, and he's being all distant. And they, we've left them sort of reunited, and she comes out of the house to him, and he's standing in the field, and she yeah. says, "You didn't even last a minute in the house. You're okay, um, or something along that yeah, line." Yeah, but it sounds dubious. Of like, is it a minute in the house? Is it a minute and a half? Like, it's hard to like make it out. And I didn't hear it properly. And I yeah. just heard you chuckling next. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what would be the first thing you do? You hug. You catch up on things. You yeah, cry catch a little up on bit, things. Look at Facebook yeah, photos. exactly. And they <laughs> go into the house. And what would you do? Hmm. Uh, Come some, on. What you got to catch up on Netflix? There's been some good shows. Yeah, exactly. Time. Yeah. He's missed that he missed. Yeah. Yeah. He missed true. the Game of Thrones as well. Exactly. He missed the last two seasons of Stranger Things, season yep. two, yep. all, all that House kind of, of cards, stuff. Yep. Yep. Maybe that's what yep. you meant. You didn't not, even last the House of Cards. No, uh, you're not allowed to talk about no, House of Cards anymore. No, no. Oh, um, sorry. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what you meant. Maybe just like you, you didn't even last a minute and a half into Stranger Things. And he's just like out in the field just thinking about <laughs> <laughs> it. Wasn't sexual at all. <laughs> but that was supposed to be a really tragic Haruka's taken offense Line, to right? What? Because then he replies with, well, I just spent, you know, like the past how many years in the wooden box. Yep. That was like supposed okay, to be Okay, that sad. was another thing. How long has it been since he died? I don't know, because it was still on the newspapers, wasn't it? Exactly. Yeah. So it makes you feel like so it was not the years. same year. It's not okay. years. Yeah. And, and more importantly, his body w- was in a completely perfect well yeah but that's because he's superman i don't think he'd deteriorate i don't think oxygen would affect his dead body the same way as a person's dead body is that why his face looks very plasticky no that's because they cgi'd out his (laughs) mustache so you two didn't know this either so i was trying i was hoping this i wanted to know if that stuff was noticeable because for me i've just spent so much of the film looking at his top lip to see how much CGI stubble they had to put in to get it right. And it looks weird in places. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I didn't mind it because it's Superman. Like, I, I was like, okay, so they really, it's a style they went for that he looks perfect. Right. You know. Well, with a wobbly mouth, but perfect. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was a bit like, yeah, the top of his mouth was affected more than his, mm. more than his filtrum. That's what they call mm. that bit there. Filtrum. filtrum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of my favorite words. Oh. Oh, <laughs> he looked Owl like one of those. Parts. <laughs> he looked like one of those mannequins in like Madame Two Souls. He it did was very plasticky, and he just looks angry Waxy. for a lot of this movie, and it's yeah. just boring for me. When like I'll be honest, Superman in this movie bored me. Yeah, mm. um, I was much more like I, yeah. Again, I love Batman. I love the Flash. Mm-hmm. I think them two kind of worked well together. Yeah, yeah. Wonder Woman. I totally like. I'm not a fan of the Wonder Woman film. I didn't think it was terrible. 
I just thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. So I thought that how much everyone loved it was ridiculous. Um, mm-hmm. I think the ending's terrible of Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely had a problem with the story of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The morals in it. Which we talked about. I yeah, think. yeah, very yeah. contradictory. Yeah. Um, but I think Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman is spectacular. Yeah, yeah. She's way more sexualized than this definitely. film. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of upskirts in this film. And cleavages. And a lot of mm-hmm. cleavages. Yep. Um, but that is how it is in the comics. So that is the comic. Yeah, and if you, you can't really argue. Oh, well, people yeah. can, because then they can be, well, the comics should change too. And it's like, well, then read something yeah, else. Yeah. Because Superman spends two scenes in this wearing nothing on yeah. his top. Just like flexing it. More than Chris Hemsworth and Thor Ragnarok. Oh, yes. <laughs> is Henry Cavill, Cavill in this. More just than walking around in topples. Wonder Woman's uh, boyfriend, Steve. Oh yeah. yeah, he shows his butt for a second. Yeah. Chris Pine. Yeah, what happened to Superman's top? Because he was buried like in like fully closed. Well, when you're watching Stranger yeah, Things, you got to take your top off. Yeah. Did it? No, That's no. It's when he was in the bath with the lightning. It kind of went. Oh. Oh, it exploded. His top exploded off. <laughs> but not his trousers. <laughs> Couldn't they have done like? Wait, did when he landed? Yeah, he had his top uh, off when morning, he landed. Yeah, yeah he had his off. top off, but he, he, he had his trousers off. Yeah, so yeah. the top burned off in the atmosphere, stress yeah, Maybe it's in his contract it? as well. I've worked out, you've got to show, yeah. <laughs> show the goods. Yeah. Look, Zack Snyder did Watchmen. Now, oh, Watchmen, yeah. you've got a Billy Crudup, which is probably why he's in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, big and blue Dr. Manhattan, mm-hmm. penis out. Confirmed hmm. penis out for Dr. Manhattan in you Watchmen. You repeat that. His penis is out. Is it? And Was it? Yeah. Oh. And you can see it. Like there are shots yeah, of him just walking huge. And there's just a big, blue, huge? a big blue dong just going through Vietnam as he's like going through. Uh, and then they give him underpants because it's the whole thing in the comics. It's like he, he doesn't care. But then yeah. once he's hired by the government, they give him basically <laughs> underpants because like we don't want a big penis swiping around the people's faces. So... <laughs> Zack Snyder, what are you doing, man? Superman, penis out. Like, you're right, Haruka. But does he have one? Of course he has one. But he's not human. So? He's got nipples. Mm-hmm. Gotta have a penis. Mm-hmm. So it works, isn't it? If you've got nipples, you have a penis? Mm-hmm. Haruka, can you confirm? Confirmed. Excellent. Okay, right. <laughs> but actually, I, I think another reason why the character seems a little bit boring is because he's too powerful. Yeah. He's yeah. far too powerful. That's always the problem with Superman. He's always too and powerful. And it's a Justice League, mm-hmm. but it wasn't... It was him who saved everything and everyone. Yeah, I do think yeah. they do... I think they do a good job before he turns up of showing them all working as a team. Yeah. Better than most team superhero movies. Okay. Like, they all do different yeah, okay. things. But yeah, but then he turns up and it's just like, well, he can do everything. Yeah. Um, like, he can... Yeah, anything that Wonder Woman can do, he's able to do. The Flash is contagious because they get into it in the post-credit sequence of who can run faster. Yeah. Um, and especially because uh, there is a sort of flashback moment of of thousands of years ago when there were all these like millions of Amazonians and uh, yep. Lord of the Rings men and like it took that many people to mm. defeat, mm-hmm. and this time it yeah. they were doing okay with just four people yeah. then the fifth four one six. came yeah, and yeah. Uh, like it's just the numbers don't add up and no the, the story's garbage yeah. The story is yeah. absolute garbage. The story is, look, we have these characters. We didn't do the smart thing, which is what Marvel did, and spend years building them up separately to then mm. lead into a Justice League film. So we've got to establish Cyborg's entire back history. We've got mm. to establish the Flash's entire back history, which they do in like one sentence, mm-hmm. basically. Uh, we have to remind people about Superman. 
we have to basically establish how we want our Batman to be because he didn't get as much to do really. Mm-hmm. And Batman Superman, he, he's in it a lot, but you don't get much of his history enough. Uh, so they nod here to even Batman Returns and Tim Burton one with the wind up penguins line mm-hmm. to be like, no, this exists in the same universe as that, which only confuses things <laughs> even more. Yeah. Like, so you used to be Michael Keaton. Like what? <laughs> and then they, uh, yeah. And then they have to like reestablish Superman and all that stuff. And, it's, and they just do it in this terrible way. Mm. Of like, all right, well, we've got to deal with all this. And they, I mean, no, they do that. Okay. But in order to do that, the protagonist in this is yeah. so stupid. It's just not satisfying. I enough. mean, the antagonist. Sorry. Yeah. It just goes, oh, okay, you went there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also, well, oh, and Aquaman as well. Let's not forget him. We have to make, we have to give you his backstory, which we don't. Yeah. Do we get mm-hmm. his, I don't know anything about Aquaman other than he drinks and he's. No, he is he one of the, the Atlanteans. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. sort of. We don't get, because it's one of the things right now is like people are online, like, is, did, has he ever even been to Atlantis? Like, is well, he. Amber Heard says something about her. His, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, dad and stuff. Yeah, but we don't know if he was like exiled. Like, you don't oh, know yeah, anything yeah, yeah. really about him. Yeah, yeah. Other well, than that's what the film's going to be about then. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. But it's the wrong way around to do it. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, so yeah. I'm trying to catch up with the characters I don't know or care about yet, while they're also trying to fit in this story about Dark Side. Mm-hmm. with three boxes basically they had to make up let's just i don't know boxes that'll do one thing like, i liked about the aquaman is that you know at the beginning it felt like he needs the water so like we have to we yeah. have yeah. to write in water for him to be in it yes but then Towards they the end. find they found a way out of it yeah yeah that the water fighting is basically the same as sky fighting yeah basically mm. yeah Basically. And that baddie was so I don't know I didn't like him at all he was so like yeah, yeah. he looked you like know. he can be in Marvel movie right yes <laughs> so look I am a big Marvel fan I will say I prefer nearly all of the Marvel movies other like look DC have like you're including the entire oeuvre of DC movies absolutely they're better like you've got Nolan movies in there you've got the animated Batman movies in mm-hmm. there you've got like fantastic films but looking at the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the mm. DC Cinematic there's no comparison for me mm. whatsoever um, but Marvel can't do baddies for the most no. part mm. they're very bad at doing the baddies they yeah. don't treat them with enough respect mm. and empathy and DC are normally fantastic at it yeah. right. and this was no this felt like a Thor no. yeah. villain yeah it was um, mm. and not a good Thor villain no he was wearing a skull on his belt for fuck's sake yeah. like I mean I checked the artwork because it's based on a comic villain right yes, I think dark side, yeah. and he also had the same belt so yeah. I understand mm. that it's based on yeah, yeah but know, comics but can be dumb and when you adapt them, you have the chance to make them less dumb. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, what should... kind of villain has a skull on his belt just to like prove that he's a baddie? Yeah, so and what bad. fanboy is going to see this film? Go, oh, I didn't like that film. He didn't have the skull on his belt, so <laughs> fuck it. It's not. Re- it's like no, make him look cooler. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, and also just he's just been waiting around for. It seemed like what well, they said he's been outcast, and then he's waiting around for Superman to leave, so then he could come mm-hmm. down yeah. to us. Yeah. But Superman wasn't around in the original no. fight no. to begin with. No. True. So it was very just yeah. stupid. Mm. Like, really stupid. But yeah, I still, you know, I enjoyed it. Way One thing we, talk, we haven't talked about is that I loved Flash. Yes. Like the, the lines he, the funny lines he had, mm-hmm. like really mm-hmm. good. And again, Nicely they delivered as well. Yeah. They didn't work for me in the trailer. Out of context, mm-hmm. but in context, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 they worked great. Yeah, I, agree. I, was, I was tired of half of them because I've seen it so much in the trailers. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think Ezra Miller is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The suit was just real enough and just goofy enough mm-hmm. because it kind of looks yeah. stupid at times. Yeah. But yeah. I kind of like that. 
Um, his power looked cool. They're struggling to make it look cooler than... Do you remember X-Men Days of Future Past with Quicksilver? Mm-hmm. And you have that spectacular scene in the 60s where he's running around oh, yeah, 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 the yeah, walls yeah, yeah. and he puts in his headphones yeah. and it's like classical music playing yeah. and he's touching like things to like... Yeah, really and they good. do that in this. They actually yeah. nod to Very it similar. where he touches the sword yeah. at one um. point and it's literally taken straight from that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I still think they're not doing i think i think days of future past still did it cooler i think mm-hmm. so yeah definitely but i prefer the flash's character yeah mm-hmm. like he's a great character mm-hmm. um so yeah i'm excited to see a flash movie mm. yeah, i would definitely watch see that. an aquaman movie but he does just to me seem like a hipster metal drummer his <laughs> like, maui from moana he's so maui so <laughs> maui but like slimmer <laughs> sexier Sex, yeah. He's top yeah. off for most of the movie as well. <laughs> Flash yeah. is the Spider-Man, right? Equivalent. Well, yeah, yeah. this is the what I'm Batman saying. Batman yeah. is the Iron, Iron Man. Man. Yep. Wonder Woman is the uh, Black Widow. No, Wonder, really. no, but no, but see, this is where DC gets muddied. Yeah. Because this is what I'm always saying. It's like the reason why I don't like DC so much is because they literally deal with gods. Yeah. Mm. And they do with Marvel. It's Thor, and he's yeah. always been the joke. And it was only with Ragnarok so the they found a way to do that. Aquaman. Yeah, but I think that's clear. Thor yeah, is yeah, Aquaman, yeah. 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 Uh, but you've got Aquaman, who's a god. Mm-hmm. You've got Wonder Woman, who's basically a goddess. Yeah. And yeah. then you've got Superman, who's a god, for sure. I mean, yeah. he's an alien god, but yeah. he is. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, that's. There's too many people that you can't identify with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like, I know, I know people love to pretend they can identify with Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. but you're kidding yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's a goddess yeah. made by Zeus, who's yeah. the most attractive woman in the world, arguably. Yeah. Um, and I can't identify with Aquaman or Superman. Can you tell me? No. <laughs> I don't know many guys who could. No. So really, Not I'm down to... Not Batman because I don't have that kind of financial... Well, it's like I can, I can identify with Batman a little bit because he's a miserable Flash, fucker. Flash, maybe? Mm-hmm. And I can okay. identify with Flash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Def, but that's it. Yeah. There are two in the DC universe. And that's why I always like those comics because I can yeah. identify with them. Yeah. Whereas with Marvel, there's loads of characters I can identify mm-hmm. with. Yeah. You know, because yeah. most of them are just people at the end of the day. Yeah. And every yeah. now and then you get more super versions Computer. of that. Yeah. Like even Bruce, I can't identify with Hulk, but I can identify with Bruce Banner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there are definitely. points even like in Ragnarok where I can identify with Hulk because he's just like childish, yeah. and just yeah. throwing tantrums. Yeah, exactly. I was like, yeah, I understand yeah. that. Yeah, um, and I, for me, that's why Marvel works as a whole better. Uh-huh. It's because yeah, Spider Man's a great blue collar yeah. hero. Now we're doing spoilers, right? Yeah, yeah. just not heavy, heavy, heavy spoilers. I loved the uh, the dragons the narrative. <laughs> Of Batman saying to Wonder Woman, "Why have you not come out and become the leader of the yes movement?" Mm. That that plot is really cool. Yeah, mm. I think that's I actually very that smart. I didn't yeah. see that coming. Yeah, that um, was really cool. Yeah, I think yeah. Cool. so. Yeah, to so clarify, Batman. Yeah, he can't, he's basically pushing Wonder Woman. You don't know why, and then she figures it out that he's trying to get her to coax her into being the leader and forcing her to be a leader because uh, she should be, but she's always been too. Well, I don't know if it's scared. I don't. They don't really. It's just been. She was worried about hurting more people. Was it because everyone she sees is her ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. essentially? And that goes really well with uh, how the society now in the real world mm-hmm. is seeing the Wonder Woman as in like female movement and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's kind yeah. of really nicely done. 
mm. plot line. I thought yeah. That was cool. And I can see people coming out against it. I know people came out against Wonder Woman because they're like, oh, she's defined by her boyfriend. It makes me so angry. Mm-hmm. It's like she wasn't. Like, it no. meant, he meant a lot no. to her. No. Um, and that's, that's not fine. What she said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's that's fine no. for her, a male to mean a lot to her. Yeah, yeah. of course. And, and vice versa. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, it's completely a human for her yeah. to have mm-hmm. been hurt by the death of him for so long. Spider-Man yeah. was just... He, he came back to his senses because of the girlfriend. Yeah. No, no, no exactly every, the like, same. Everything, yeah. every yeah. story ever yeah. has something at some point to do with love. And yeah. it's, yeah. you know, which whoever it is for, whether it's opposite sex, same sex, mm-hmm. a family member, whatever... Mm-hmm. It's yeah. still to do with love. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think people get too bogged down in the sexes yeah. of that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Here, um, here. So I'm fine with Wonder Woman, that stuff. I think it's interesting and cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that Batman looks like he's about to retire. That's yeah. really, he looks mm-hmm. like he's done. Yeah. yeah. Which definitely keys in with Ben Affleck and what he's been <laughs> saying off camera, which is that he might be done already. Mm. Um, yeah. Because he's just a rich man. Yeah. yeah. And he says it. I want to see yeah. this Batman movie that they keep talking about. Now, originally Ben Affleck was going to write, produce, direct, and star in. Mm-hmm. And now he's not directing it. And now he's maybe not even starring in it. Oh. And he keeps coming and going. But I want to see I want to see a Batman movie with him that's kind of like Logan. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Where it's like old man Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, not that he's old, but, you know, grizzled at yeah. least. That would be cool. Um, Alfred is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, fuck, what's his name? I forgot his name now. Um, the actor from Lolita. Jeremy Irons. Jeremy Irons. Yeah. yeah, he's fantastic. He's great. Yeah, I know it's a weird omission there because in the trailers you have the shot of him where he's clearly talking to Superman and saying, oh, you, you came. I just hope it's not too late. And, or he said that you would come. I hope it's not too late. Mm-hmm. And in this, it's not how it is at all. They, they, like Superman comes back and he's, he's in quite a huge chunk of the movie. And I lost that impact. I think we were saying last night, I'd much more prefer it if he just wasn't in the film mm. and then mm-hmm. right at the end he just suddenly turns up mm-hmm. but there's quite a lot to do with superman and mm-hmm. trying to like get him back and stuff yeah um and i would have preferred yeah just them doing the thing giving up on superman kind of like in, Sp- in spider-man homecoming i love that they take away his suit and it's like no mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. you have to be you without the suit mm. and it's like well they've got to be a team without superman yeah. and they've got to show they can do this without him yeah and it'd be kind of cool if he turns up at the end maybe just does the last hit or something yeah but it's yeah, like you didn't even. But he's like you didn't even need me, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you were fine without me. Yeah. But yeah. thanks for waking me up. <laughs> yeah. So for the new Batman movie, he wants to do. Is there gonna be Matt Damon in it? Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Since he can no longer be in Marvel Universe. <laughs> that's true because Matt Damon technically <laughs> is in the Marvel Universe in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Unless he's like an undercover unless, character. Yeah. Unless. <laughs> So now his chance to be a superhero is yes. all in DC Comics world. Yes, yes, yes. And they're good friends, really good friends. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they should be. Yeah. Because yeah, they they, they have been friends before they became famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good well, they hunting was was them. Yeah. 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 They wrote that together, yeah. and they were best friends. So that could be cool. Through Kevin Smith, that's mm-hmm. how they started yeah. working was with Kevin Smith movies. Right. What can Matt Damon play then? Um. Hmm. Well, I mm. okay. So at the end of this, there's two post-credit scenes. Mm-hmm. One's mid-credit, which is a joke thing. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the last one where they loop back definitely to more Superman story, mm-hmm. um, and they bring back a villain from that. I thought they were going to do something else. I thought they were going to bring back one of um, 
Superman's villains and then one of Batman's villains. Um, and I actually thought we were going to get like a cameo from Jared Leto or something at the yeah, end of this for a yeah, second. Yeah. Um, but they don't do that. So yeah, mm. I could totally imagine Matt Damon as a Batman villain. I just don't know which yeah, one. Yeah, that'd be cool. But I just want more Batman films. That's the problem. Batman and Flash. Wonder Woman's going to keep coming, whatever. Yeah. I, I can live with that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really care, but yeah. I can live with it. Um. Oh, and spoilers, there's a Green Lantern in this movie. Oh, yes. I see, there's a couple of Green Lanterns in this movie. Do you think they'll do the remake? I mean, they keep trying, but it's such a thing for them to spit out of their mouth yeah. is the last Green Lantern movie. Like, it's they have to prove that they're doing great before they mm. can come back to mm-hmm. that series. Yeah. Um, so I think this was them testing the water a bit and appeasing yeah. fans by yeah. going, look, yeah. we acknowledge that Green Lanterns exist. <laughs> um, yeah, they're, only, they're in a blink and you'll miss it kind of yeah. scene. So. Um, cool. Yeah. Right. I'm trying to remember it. So I'm trying to think if there's anything else we said last night that was pertinent. Oh, oh the music. music. Mm. Here we go, please. Tell us about the music. Uh, the score was composed by Danny Elfman. That makes you happy? It makes me very happy. I love <laughs> Danny Elfman. So yeah, as I was watching this, I was confused because they had the original Superman theme. So you'd have... Beautiful, Tamron, beautiful. And then when Batman came in, it kept, and it got annoying because he would, to be fair, Danny Elfman would do it for, oh, we can see this hero now, bring in their theme. And then the camera would just cut someone else, bring in their theme. And just like, keep going. No. <laughs> the greatest, and I, this made me overjoyed in the cinema. Because we suddenly got the Tim Burton Batman theme back, which is also, for me, more importantly, from the 90s animated show, but it was Tim Burton originally, which is the... Um, yeah, and I was overjoyed. Yeah, unbelievable, because that for me is Batman. Without yeah. that theme tune, it's not Batman. I was so happy to have that back. I hope if they do a Batman film, he's back in. And then, yeah, it was revealed at the end because Danny Elfman did this and he wrote that theme tune. We also realized last night that the... Uh, uh, yes! Uh, which is from so, Thor. So, hey, wait, wait, let's do... Okay, so Thor Ragnarok yeah. <laughs> has a classic. Is it ACDC? I think it's Led Zeppelin. Is it Led Zeppelin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they come back to the song arguably too many times in Thor which yeah. Only, yeah. only twice but because yeah. it's in the trailer so much uh-huh. very cool song though yeah. and it goes like this Haruka's walking out of the room she's done she quits and it was only last night when we got back and we're talking about theme tunes that I realized, oh, they didn't do Wonder Woman's theme as much as you think in this movie. They yeah. really concentrate on Superman and Batman's themes. Hello. So, in the catastrophe of digital malfunctions, we lost the end of this podcast. I know. Sucks. Um, but it does suck because what you missed out on is me and Tamro singing the theme tune from Thor Ragnarok. Um, from Led Zeppelin, I think. Uh, and also how it is similar to the electric guitar theme tune of Wonder Woman. So we'll try and recreate that maybe uh, next week because it was a golden moment gone forever. Um, what do we also miss out on? We miss out on our overall feelings at the end. I think you're getting a rough gist of it. Uh, Haruka thought that Wonder Woman... Sorry, Wonder Woman? Uh, no, that is incorrect. She thought that Justice League was fun, but uh, not amazing. She thought it was trashy, uh, but it kept her awake at least. Tamro, I think, enjoyed it the most out of all of us. Um, and I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, even though I thought the ending was, uh, garbage. 
Uh, we then went on to quickly put together the six comic book films of the year and place them in our order of preference, um, which controversially at the bottom, at number six, we had Wonder Woman, number five, Justice League, number four, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, number three, Thor Ragnarok, number two, Spider-Man Homecoming, and number one was Logan. Uh, it was a tight uh, case between Spider-Man Homecoming and Logan. Uh, Haruka actually preferred Homecoming, but then our special guest friend, uh, Lee Comley, uh, happened to come into the room and he's seen Logan and enjoyed it. So that one out. So there you go. Um, yeah, that's about it. Not much else of interest. Um, you could follow all of us on the social medias. I was Mr. Al White. Haruka is Haruka Abe. And Tanro is Tanro Ishida. Uh, we will be back next Tuesday with more of this. But we'll be back tomorrow with another Star Wars episode. Saturday with another Star Wars episode. Friday with another Child's Play episode. Um, and all of that nonsense. Thank you for listening. Sorry for the trouble. And we're out.